This is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Hello and welcome to the Full Reptile Radio. We're recording this before Christmas, but this is actually going to go out after Christmas. Am I right? I believe so. What's Next Thursday. Thursday? What's, what is it today? Calendar know. was 21, I think. Is it 21? Today is 21. Yeah, I'm up to date. So, yeah. So this is going to go out next Thursday. So this will be after Christmas. Yeah, so I hope you all pulled the, the right face when you got the wrong gift. <laughs> oh, yeah, this. Oh, I wanted so, that. So let's play Fantasy Gift then, straight off. What's the gift that you that you wish you were going to get at Christmas that you don't know you're definitely not going to get? And we're not going like batshit like Lamborghini. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be anything. I don't know. The thing, the problem is, I get spoiled quite a bit, so I, I never really know. I, I, there's not any anything really out there that I want. Um, I want the I want the bong sao gloves that Bruce Lee wore at the start of Enter the Dragon. I take that. Or or, and I have given this some thought. One of Blackbeard's pistols, you know, the pirate Blackbeard. Yeah. So he used to carry, I think, six on him, loaded into battle. Okay. So he was just fucking ready to just and just drop pistols. Well, there's more than enough to be on eBay. Like, even right? if he lost two. Well, this is it. I mean, you have got to think how many how many years was Blackbeard alive? I mean, he was one of life two. expectancy then, like 26 maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know how old he was when he died, but he must have shot that you know a few hundred pistols in his time. I only want one. Yeah, just the one just or one. the pirate Lego pirate card. Or, <laughs> or the Lego yeah. pirate card. One of them. Which, if which I get I'm that, not... I will I will wrap it back up for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I can't really think what I'd want. If it's on them levels, I'd like to wear Mr. T's chains and have a picture with him. Nice. That's a good one. I'd like the tail off um, uh, Fear and Loathing. The, the, like, the, like the lizard tail. Okay. I actually searched online to try and find it and buy it. And someone in California has a massive collection of movie props and they've got it. Oh, man. Well, my mum used to work with a... Uh, she used to run a theatre company. And there was a lady on there called Dawn that did all the... Um, all the like special well she did all the wardrobe she did all the special effects all the wardrobe and I can't remember if I said this on this podcast or the TKO shout out to Johnny G's but there was one morning when I went into the kitchen and she was literally she had a rat tail on the side and she was sewing this cloak and I was like what are you up to this weekend and she was like oh that's uh, Anakin Skywalkers right. and I was like oh okay what's an Anakin and she's like <laughs> sit down sit the fuck down and literally I'm stood there holding episode one Anakin Skywalker's like beigey robe. Yeah. And it went and flopped. So you imagine me going to school like Billy Big Dick, walking around going, oh yeah, just been wearing Anakin's cloak, as you do. And then like, the fucking film was shit. <laughs> but it's college, it was college by then, but I made a lot of money off that film. Yeah. 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 That was talking about Blackbeard, heavy pirate days. We've got, <laughs> got two VHSs sat next to each other. Mate, I had... Proper piracy. On lockdown, I had a guy that worked in a, in a shop... One of my one of my closest friends at the time, he worked in like a a comic book shop in the UK, and it was one of them where I got some good deals. So I went down and they had all the postcards for all the movies on one wall. So we went and bought all the episode one postcards, went into college, and bought and um, not bought. We just took all the craft paper, all the black craft paper. <laughs> then we had a load of video boxes that we either donated from our own videos because we knew. Well, men behaving badly season one ain't going to do shit. Yeah. So I'll just take that box. And so then we put the craft paper in with the postcard and we taped to taped it. 
Mate, we made bank. Nice. And you got a nice product. I'm not being funny. It was Absolutely. as good as a, it was I mean, as good effort. as retail. That's yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, not like CDs with something scrawled on it. No, it was that's a good effort. But that's probably back in the days when, like, the original copy had someone stand up in the cinema and walk past the camera. 100. percent I, I 100%. had a few of those movies. In fact, I bought a lot of those movies in China. And you know what they used to do in China? Um, so, like, when, when I went out there, so this is what 18, 18, 19 years ago. It was a while ago. Like I would go into one of the markets in in the in the small towns, and they would literally bring me a, a chair and drinks, and they would sit me down in front of these boxes of DVDs and CDs, and I would just go through. I bought six hundred CDs while I was there, Mate. and probably like two hundred movies. But they would also have a, a DVD player there, and they would prove to you that it worked. Yeah, because obviously there was a lot of you know there's a lot of fuckery. Well, there was Laserdisc. You remember Laserdisc back remember, in the day? Yeah, and and uh, what was the other? There was another one as well. I don't remember what they were called. Anyway. Um, so they would take the seed, take the DVD out and put it in the tray and play it. And then you'd, you know, they'd like even skip forward a little bit and go like, look, Look, it it definitely works, bro. The amount of those movies that when I got back home and put them in the DVD player, play the first 10 minutes and then just shut off. It's as much effort to make one I that know. plays ten minutes than plays the fucking film. I know. It'll never be back. I wonder if there's like a loophole in the in the in the law or something where you like piracy. You had to pirate more than a percentage of the film in order to get yeah. in trouble. You we'll know what never I mean? get in trouble. No. <laughs> ten minute taster. Yeah. We'll give him fifteen percent of the movie. Yeah. And, and the limit's twenty yeah. percent. What's like, he gonna know. do? He's <laughs> anyway. not gonna talk about it on a podcast. Because <laughs> can you remember all the issues with the um, regions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. massive issues, but like yeah. there was a there was a, a time when you had a, a like a page and page of, of fucking. There wasn't internet heavy then, so it was more like you got someone who knew someone who knew someone else that had like fifty eight pages of A four, which is crudely printed out with remote codes that you could punch into your DVD player to change the region. Yeah, which was magic until you realise that you can only do it five times, and Absolutely. then you're locked. And the amount of times you go from two to one, back to two to one. And then you go back to two or two, like it was normally you get locked on one, which is America. And then you've got like four films. Like at the time it was Natural Born Killers because he was banned. <laughs> so you've got like four films that you can watch and nothing else works. You've just bricked this DVD player. <laughs> what the fuck? So a happy Christmas. And you, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you've, uh, hope, hope you, well, I hope you've had a good one in the future when I'm talking back to you on the podcast, when you're listening to it and you walk through the woods. Well, I, I would have opened a gift, which was a nice watch. That, 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 <laughs> that's nice, I hope. And I've got other bits and bobs that I hope. Trouble is, I've got, there's a lot of presents that me and Stacey do it all online. So when stuff gets delivered, because I can talk about this now after the fact. Of course. Um, I think I've got something from overseas from a design company that I really, really, really wanted. And then when she, when I took a, uh, a parcel in the other day, it had their logo on and I didn't want to see it because I'm, I'm the type of person that you could put my Christmas presents in the middle of the room, unwrapped and say, the presents in there if you want to have a look. I will not look. Yeah. I guarantee. you want them as presents. Uh, for real, because I ruined my own Christmas. I found a massive Toys R Us bag in my mum's bedroom and kept going in. Yeah. I even had friends around to take yeah. them in and show them the fucking... And you were in your 20s at this yeah, point Yeah, 27. Well. <laughs> Easy. I had like turtles. I had a Lego set. <laughs> and the thing was, it ruined... Like on Christmas morning, I'm opening shit and thinking, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. So from then on, I've never... I, I hate it. I hate knowing. Whereas Stacey's the complete opposite. Like she, she loves... She hates surprises, so she loves to know what she's got. So I've I've done the uh, the husband thing where you just go and panic buy, and uh, I ended up in TK Maxx. Just buy whatever's in the petrol station down the road. Dude, this is it. Yeah, it's yeah. a full French Egg Christmas. Mayo sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Got wiper blades. You got your grape <laughs> soda and an apple soda. <laughs> and I, yeah, so I've uh, yeah, just I bought some silly shit. Did you? Yeah, the 
they're all unwrapped now, obviously. Yeah. But she's got I got a four stemless gin glasses. Nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, even I got to start drinking gin because well, she yeah, she loves the old gin, but not four at a time. N- I no. mean, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to hold two each. Well, we've got two kids. Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> Listen, we didn't discriminate. <laughs> what a Christmas it's gonna be, <laughs> yeah. Manor. Let's get what pissed a Christmas off. Christmas it's gonna be. How much you like gin? I'm <laughs> sick. <laughs> Just sip it up. Yeah, so. Uh. So we, all, we hope you had a, a good, had a good Christmas out there. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, Fight Disciples being lazy and taking a week off. I can't believe it. Are they... Be- a week or two weeks off, I well, think. Will they upload this as well, or is it just going to be a case of going, <laughs> yeah, you fucked it, boys. You didn't get I in don't know. on time. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe this won't come out until the new year. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's out of our hands. The one that got lost. Yeah, right. We can live with that. Um, so let's... Well, what we're going to review first? Let's review. Let's review Millie Walker. Uh, one first thing: a shout out to Karen Bryant for opening the broadcast with a quote from Wayne's World. I mean, big respect for that. Massive points. I'm a big fan of Karen Bryant already, but all the points for that. Massive step up. Yeah, there. She stands on her own. So yeah, Millie Walker. This is going back far now. Then, it, right? well, it People is, got it? pissed a lot. That's true. So I mean, we need we to remind talk, them. Yeah, we are going to talk about two, three, two, which is coming up this weekend, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope, yeah, and I hope you've all seen the uh, breakdown, the uh, inside the Oxcan breakdown. Yes, my brain almost fell out the side of my head trying to put that one together. Well, you missed the, the call, didn't you? Everything like I we, did, a yeah. lot of shit got rescheduled for that. So I am, I am really looking forward to it because I know that we sat. I even went in on Monday, sat down, put my laptop on, and just hit the Skype button. I was like, well, if no one's going to call me, I'll call them. <laughs> then, like a twat, I checked my phone, and 20 minutes before, it's like, sorry, boys. Not going to be on, is that? Like, yeah. Oh, can't no, order anyone with that. We were at the studio for about 16 hours the day before prepping the, prepping the show. Just, you know, because it's such a storyline. There are so many so many levels it to is. it, so many ins and outs and what have you, as the, as the dude would say. I want someone to do the Photoshop uh, evolution of John Jones's face. You know, have you seen the Michael Jackson one? No. Where it morphs from Michael Jackson being like four... Uh, all the way into that's, that's a big change in Michael Jackson though, mate it's it? brilliant If you, I'll find it in a minute it's fucking gold are you going to tell me John Jones used to be white and that's going to be just as well if he it. is then at least it gives me a bit of storyline because I just he, he looks so he looks like a man now he does look different for real he does look different, different. yeah 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 for sure even when you saw him on the stage with DC the first time and he's he just dwarfed uh, John Anik uh huh you, makes you stand and think, fuck, man, yeah. he's a man mountain. Yeah, and But now he just looks thick. Yeah. He's he's lost, I don't know if he has lost a bit of that muscle definition, but you know that that adolescent, that young, carved out of chocolate, fucking granite body? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now he just seems a little bit more just... Just thicker. Dad. Yeah, like, dad. <laughs> can you pick this lintel up? Yeah, why? <laughs> just wanted to know. Of course I fucking can. Yeah. Watch me. And yeah, I, I, then again, Gustafson as well. He is actually a dad now. You know oh right. I mean? So okay. You know, that now, so his body will have properly changed into a into a grown up. Oh man, I can't wait to see the Swedish you, portrait of <laughs> uh, of his kid on his on his right peck to yeah. match his wolf. Do you remember? Do you remember when he first came into the UFC and he looked like a teenager, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he grew a beard and looked like a like a, a Viking? Viking. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. We've jumped forward already. We have. Sorry. Um, right. So this is a, a long time ago. Yeah. But. What, what stood out to you? Let's let's rattle through this quick. Well, I listened to you and uh, and Mark talking about taking people's dinner money. Yes. Jim Miller has had his dinner money fucking robbed. Gone. And he, he won't even bring dinner money next week. No. Bigger boys came. Mate, that was the most dominant. Yeah. I'm just going to pick you up, yeah. hoof you down. And then it's like when Victor came and did a, uh, a, a seminar at Wayne's. And I'd seen previously a helicopter armbar. 
Uh. online and I asked him to show me. And because I was too small, he picked China up and put him in a helicopter armbar within... I hadn't even finished saying helicopter armbar <laughs> and he was tapping. And it was one of them where being a, a fucking white belt and rolling with some animal black belt is scary as yeah, shit. Is. Feels like swim with sharks. It is. It's swim with sharks being waterboarded and, and feeling naked on a dream. <laughs> so that there was, the concern for me was that we spoke about this the week, eight years ago, Jim Miller put on the performance of a lifetime. Mm. I think, yeah, Oliveira definitely deserves to get that back because when Chuck went on his, on his, like, his world tour going for Jeremy Horn and all the rest of the people that are beating him, yeah. which obviously went wrong, we know, but Oliveira's got that chance because that made him look like a contender. Yeah, that, I mean, it was impressive. And like, I'm just looking back at Jim Miller's record now. So his last loss, a bit aside from the Oliveira one, was a first round stoppage of Dan Hooker, by Dan Hooker. But then after that, like you look at the guys that he's been to a decision with, like Trinaldo, Pettis, Poirier, Sanchez, um, uh, Dariush, like decision, Ben Henderson decision, Gray Maynard decision, Frankie Edgar decision way back in, I don't know, 1864, Mate, 2006. He's fucking brilliant. When, when he fought Cowboy, I had him, I chose him. That's wicked. Look at that. That Frankie Edgar fight back in 2006 was on a show called Reality Fighting 14. Fall Brawl. Fall there Brawl. There you go. Doesn't work in the UK. Autumn Brawl. Yeah, or the summer. Autumn. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't even think of anything. Summer I can't smack even think up. of anything that yeah, rhymes with autumn. But, mate, he's... I mean, the, the brothers, the, the Miller brothers have been through a lot of shit. They have. And fuck me. I mean... The thing is, he's 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 a massive gatekeeper. Like yeah, I say, when he, when he was against Cowboy, I genuinely picked him and was like, "Fuck, that's a big fight for Cowboy." And like you say, he's the decision: Poirier, Pettis, Trinaldo, Hooker. Uh, sorry, them three. If like he stood in there, he mm. was in there for the whole fight, and he just when Oliveira just grabbed him and was like, "Right on the ground," and he defended a bit, but that was filth. Yeah, impressive man, really, really impressive, but. Like I said at the time, I, w- I wasn't jonesing for the fight because I thought Jim Miller had a lot to lose. Absolutely. You know, kind of proved yeah. me right. So. Yeah. But that, I mean, you know, it's, I'd like to see Charles Oliveira. Cont- I mean, he's what, three fights in a row now. I'd like to see him continue on and, uh, you know, get to a title I shot. I wouldn't be mad if, if someone dropped out and he was he was up there for no. a title shot because it it's that unknown entity, almost like a bit like Darren Till, where you just come yeah. from nowhere. You have a good fight that people think, oh, fuck. And then before you know it, you're in a shot. And yeah. no one's mad, but you watch it, you've got more interest because you remember that explosiveness yeah what else what else uh, Petty's font was good that was a good fight that was a good fight I'm a big fan of both of those guys I just think Rob Font just too big yeah he just looked, looked more like a bloke yeah Petty well, yeah again you know dinner I mean? money school it, like it's school dinner money sorry it's just like Petty's I, I don't know if he if he went down away I know he's just come up the weight but yeah. I just think well yeah he came up from flyweight because is that right he came up from flyweight because so. they disbanded in the flyweight division yeah as far I as just, we know I, I don't know I mean I reckon if Cejudo were, if Cejudo wins they might keep the flyweight division it'd be nice yeah I, I've i got no problem with having all the divisions no. like, at the end of the day no I'm, absolutely I'm, it's not like I'm going to get mad that oh my god they're keeping it no. I'll just get everyone in a safe way absolutely e- even if even if we just have a fight every now and then there's no belt in the division I don't mind that well even mate if there is a belt it's, it's only like DJ true like I'm not being funny yeah he's defended it a million times but yeah. what's the level of competition when you look at some of the other shark tanks that you're well, dropping into yeah. and that's only because little dudes are either harder to come by or they're once they have seen DJ they've gone fuck that 
and they've put weight on or lost weight to go and do it somewhere else. Yeah. I'd be interested to see what the standard like is in is in one now. We've got we've got a reference point, you know what I mean? Yes. I, would, I, I feel like a lot of the best fighters in the lighter divisions are gonna be out in Asia. It's gonna make me watch I mean, one. Song, I'm definitely gonna watch in, one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um what else? Uh Barbosa hooker was awesome. Fuck me awesome. running. Could have been stopped earlier. I think Mark Goddard was saying that to me as well. Yeah, I think that the- Especially especially a young fighter like Dan Hooker that's still got a lot of career ahead of him. Unless it's affected his kidney like Cowboy, I don't think it's as detrimental as, as it could have been. Mm. He could have he could have been binged and just absolutely fucking sparkled. Same as Barboza. There's a couple of times where I was like, just hit yeah. him one more time, man. He's done. But when we were talking about it the other week, I picked Barboza just thinking, I don't think he's going to overlook this guy. No. Because he's been to the show a lot of times and I think he deserved the win. But the amount of effort he was putting into everything, and Hooker was just like, "Fuck it, I'll just walk I forward." Oh, like, and whenever bro. anybody decides to trade with Barbosa, you, you, you know you've got a damn good chance of coming off coming off bad. Even if you're a great striker, I mean, I know we always see the Terry Etim knockout, but Terry Etim's a great fighter. Terry Etim was winning that you know fight. I mean? Yeah, I don't know if you remember the f- actual fight, but the first two rounds with Terry's, he literally had two and, and, and a half minutes. Watch it again. Yeah, definitely. It it breaks my heart a little bit when I see it because it's one of them where he was. He's stealing the show yeah. and the fact that the amount of times we've seen it now it, it just must kill your fucking yeah. brain it would have got more plays if it would have had a mohawk let me tell you that <laughs> <laughs> uh, five to condit what about the main event what about the main event mate I, I had it I, I chose Kevin Lee going in yeah and did I, he win I, the first three rounds Um, I don't think so no What did you? how did you score it then I don't ever score anything. I just make you a just decision watch. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> is that Which right? is, yeah. It's, yeah that's it's, quite a nice way of doing it. Well, the thing is, man, it, it gets down to points and then I almost find myself concentrating too hard on fucking pressing buttons or yeah. on marking shit. So I take it in a little bit easy because it's like the fact he was on his back and that's yeah. your move mm-hmm. and you can't finish it Yeah, two or three times. Mm. So almost down to the Polaris thing where, yeah, you, you're on the back. You, you, you literally, you've got him in the best, best place you can and you still can't do it. Maybe we should have like a. I like the idea of that. Maybe we should have like a secondary, uh, a secondary type of judging. We'll call it like the schoolyard judging system. Yeah. And we just judge the fight at the end. Of course. Based on who you reckon won. If you were picking a leader for your tribe, yeah. Which, which one are yeah. you picking? Yeah. I'm picking Ally Quinter after that fight. For real, mate. He looked dynamite. He, he was pinpoint. Like there was no point where, I don't know. I said it before because I heard it in the the build up where Kevin Lee was like, "Look, I've evolved." Yeah. I'll stay the same. And it got me, th- I agreed all day, but we haven't seen Al that much. No. We've seen him like manhandled by Khabib, but the the precision. He'll sell your just, house though. Mate, he He'll will sell, sell the shit out of a house. Well, he will sell the shit out of a house. <laughs> and look good doing it. Like his, his, uh, his distance, everything. He was catching uh, Kevin Lee clean. Yeah. Yeah, I was well impressed. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't have been mad if it was a draw and if Kevin Lee would have won. The thing is, I like Kevin Lee's shtick. I mm-hmm. like his for sure. Uh, he like he was a guest fighter in uh, Glasgow, and he was yeah. he was awesome. You know, he was he was a great personality. The fans loved him. So Aya Quinta against McGregor. Then how do you score that? The problem is, is when I when before Connor fought Eddie, I had that slight concern mm-hmm. after seeing what Diaz. Well, I know he was exhausted, and I know Diaz took him down. Connor's takedown defense is batshit crazy because even with someone like Max, yeah. I know it's a young Max, but he took Max down mm-hmm. and and sort of made he's, sure that he used yeah. it his own way. He's definitely underestimated him. Completely. Bro. And I think Al leaves himself quite open and Connor's a bit too long that he's elusive and he's got that Cobra strike yeah. where 
with Al, I was he was measuring people up, but I think if Connor's that bit taller, bit longer, I can't give an I can't really make a clear decision. It's not like Derek Lewis against DC, where yeah. I know heart of hearts, I just know the result. Mm-hmm. Whereas with with Connor against Al. I think it's it's a good fight to get him back. Yeah, it's either Connor in the first two or Al or Al in the stretch. Yeah, but Al's not finishing things. No, he's not. But he's beating people to the punch in yeah. the later rounds, which is partly down to his toughness. But that almost reminds me a bit more of Mendez. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah, Mende- yeah. and right. Mendez is is at the time had a little bit of uh, is he still down at extra turbo? Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it, extra turbo. Yeah, well, yeah, he had uh, ten plus one in his stats. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, man. I think. I'm I'm interested to see Conor no matter what. I just I think they need to give him something interesting so that it is a stand up, just yeah. gets his gets his stock up a little for bit. For sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's kick on. Let's let's talk about let's talk about two three two because we're both dying to. And then we need to we need to reply to the Fight Disciples uh, end of year, whatever it was. Okay, we can do that. Nick sent me a message yesterday. I'm just gonna pull it up so I can read it now. Go on then. Two three two. Where do you want to start on the card? I mean it's a it's a hell of a card. Nathaniel Wood in on the preliminary card. Mate, the, the, you know the, it upsets me kind of because the amount of times I've spoken to people at events in the last couple of weeks and they've got no idea he's fighting. Like I'm, I'm going to speak to the UFC because then people need he needs to be marketed better. Like we need to we need to know about these European fighters on the card in Europe. I like think Peter Yan as well, like on the preliminary Fox card. Like, but I think the thing is, it's it's almost that end of year that it's stacked beyond stacked that yeah. you're glad to be there. Yeah. But I think moving forward in the new year, I think we can, I think there's something we can do with the gym where we can get a lot more faces, a lot more camera time. Absolutely. A lot more, because there's, there's so many occasions where you don't really know who someone is and then they explode or they do something that's worthy of a highlight reel. That then you start following that person. Yeah. And we've mentioned this before when there's a, the odd event that you could, you start following people. Like Robbie Lawler was always a fan favourite because he was smashing the fuck out of people. Phil Brony was smashed, but it wasn't all the time. Whereas now there's, there's just too many that I think it's, uh, it's unfortunate that people get missed. Yeah. But I think it's more exciting when they make it and then you've got that highlight reel to go back. Oh, it, yeah. And with a main event like that, I mean, they cast a massive shadow, not only because they're six foot four, but because of the storyline going into it. You know what I mean? John Jones coming back, the rematch after five years. Like, I'm, I'm just looking down this card now and like Andre Oloski on the preliminary card, BJ Penn, Ryan Hall. That's what I was about to say. Kat Zingarnu, uh, Megan Anderson is going to be a great fight. I mean, it's it's full of full of good fights. Oh, shit. I didn't even know Megan Anderson was on there. Or Megan. Is it Megan? Yeah, Megan. Oh, Megan. Spelled the same. I know it is, I know. I'm, I'm, well, this was something we discussed actually before the show started. I think the point of difference between between Full Reptile Radio and the Fight Disciples is that we're going to endeavour to pronounce names correctly. That's right. I like, have fallen out with people yeah. in the past. Yeah, yeah. you were talking about it earlier where you're getting quite passionate about it. Like Nurmagomedov instead of Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I do have to call him Khabib. Oh, Khabib. <laughs> I say Khabib, we're friends. But I can remember there was a guy at work and he used to call Dana Dana. Yeah. And the thing is, I've not got a massive issue, but... He says his own fucking name in all the content you're watching and he refers to himself as Dana. Yeah. And you're calling him Dana. And it was the same, the other one. Well, because, how, how little do you pay attention? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same with uh, Jose because I know traditionally the J is a H or however you want to, like people think it's Jose, but Jose is Jose. Like it's not Jose Aldo. And yeah, I get, I get real geek fucking geek Marty. Here's another one as well for you. Uh, Jan's Jan's last name. So Jan's last name is Bojovic. Bojovic. But because we don't have 
that letter with the line through it in our alphabet. We've just replaced it with our own L. So it's completely changed the sound of his name. It's a W sound. It's not an L sound. It's, oh, not, right. it's not Blachowicz. It's Blachowicz. But the, th- the <laughs> thing is, who was it that came up to you when you were broadcasting and, and dipped his head in? Was it a ref? And was like, um, you pronounced my name Billy Big Dick? And he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. okay. Thanks, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Fives to you. Fair play, though. I mean, you know, we, we, we do get names wrong and there are some complicated, complicated ones out there, but... Yeah, man. Point of difference between us and the fight disciples, we will endeavour to, to pronounce them correctly. Well, I don't know if I'm going to call Al La Quinta. <laughs> La Quinta. I'm sure that's a, a chain of hotels in, in, in America. It definitely maybe, is. maybe he's on the payroll. Maybe he's uh, maybe they've got a sponsorship from the hotel. Maybe. Quite possibly. I, I, I'm, mate, I'm looking at this card now. I'm fucking buzzing. Cause yeah. What, BJ Penn Ryan Hall is going to be mad because... I mean, what BJ Penn was what the youngest American black belt or yeah. the youngest Amer- American black belt to win some I, I don't remember exactly but he's he's been a badass for, he was the for first, his whole life he was the first BJJ yeah. black belt and Ryan Hall's got like a like a really tricky real one-sided game he's not particularly good at anything else I've only ever seen just, him really win yeah and it's just in that real slow methodical mm. just like quicksand it's all he just consumes you yeah. that's all I've ever seen him do because he was on the ultimate fire yes completely yeah. but Damien Meyer but he looks mad stoned mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean he just looks like <laughs> maybe, he's, he is. maybe he is fair play I mean he's going in against BJ Penn and the, the one saving grace of this is I've not seen Ryan Hall knock people out massively. He no. might have done, but I don't remember him for that. Yeah. And the problem is, I love BJ Penn. There was a time that I couldn't stand him. He just frustrated me. <laughs> but it's When he fought Frankie Edgar on his tiptoes. This is it. This is it. And it's it's one of them where I see him now and I just don't want to see him just get smashed to pieces because he's, for what he's done in the sport, he sort of doesn't need to do anything else. Yeah. He's, he's proven himself time and time again. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worrying, man. Because I think he's just bored, isn't he? I think uh, he's completely, just bored. completely. Maybe he could help out by thinking of new names for all his brothers and sisters. Because aren't they all called BJ? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all called BJ. I think they are. Yeah, I think so they are. just do that. Just buy a baby name book. I I think he should build an arena for the UFC to come to in Hawaii. Why are the, they the there? The BJ yet? Penn Arena. Why are they not there? I, don't know. I think it's because there's not an arena and uh, that's big enough unless they go outdoors. And then there's the unpredictability of the weather. So where did Dog the Bounty Hunter's son used to fight? Did you ever used to watch that, Dog? No. I know they used to do the um, uh, the Rumble on the Rock shows out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's... But they were, in, they were in a room with like 300 people in or something. They weren't particularly big shows. Oh. I remember Cabbage fighting yeah. a few boys on there. Well, Dog had a son or stepson called Leland, bro. Right. How's it, bro? <laughs> and he, would, he fought out there a few times. Oh. There we must should... be a couple of arenas. We could do a fight night. If they came to Nottingham... They can, go to, they can go to yeah. Hawaii. I, I just I know it's because, you know, they'd have to have Max Holloway on the bill, so it'd have to be a big arena. Of course. It'd have to be pay-per-view. Yeah. That, yeah, but it's still with the bollocks. Yeah. yeah. There's another show going there. Is it? Is it Bellator going there? Someone, <laughs> I, I don't know. Imagine me not knowing I know, that. <laughs> I don't, I know, I, I can't. Mate, I, I am, I'm paying attention to the Newcastle card because Jimmy's on yes, that one. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm going to be helping him out for that. And Paulie and MVP's fighting overseas, aren't they? Not yeah. It's a waste. Fuck? I know it's a waste. That'd have been electric just, in London. Just headline here, mm. it, mate. You could headline Mark Eaton Park. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's going to be a fucking throwdown. Yeah, hopefully. Be a, yeah, it'd be a great fight. Um, we've gone off on a tangent. Yeah, Katzengarnu, Megan Anderson. That's a that's a great fight. I'm interested to see what Katzengarnu looks like. Looks like at featherweight. And I'm interested to see what Megan Anderson looks like after she had that baptism of fire from uh, it's Holly, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I think that was. I know she knows she can beat her. But you know when someone goes, go on then. And you're like, oh, ooh, what now? Right. It's that like when you say, I can do a backflip. And they're like, do it. And Holly's, yeah, Holly's 
such a veteran that she knows how to play the game, play the arena, play, play the octagon, the space in there. She's she been dictates there so it so well. many times. Yeah, it's difficult to keep up with her. That's why I was impressed with um, Shevchenko when she fought her. Fuck you know, that you size know. advantage, that size advantage, Holly Holm, but she couldn't, couldn't make it work for her. That, that's, that's an interesting fight, but I, I, I don't know. And she's, um, Megan's in Australia, isn't she? No, I think she's based in the US now. Has she moved? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think she's based in the US. Well, it makes a massive difference because the I thing is, you can almost you can almost pick someone and then think, oh fuck, they're traveling. <laughs> and that's yeah. wink. No, you know, the amount of time. No, I've she's seen in people. the US because she did the Invicta show. Oh the yeah, week, of course. Didn't she? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it would be nice. I think I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see her get a win. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. a big prospect when she came over, and I hate to see it when they like come in on massive steam, but then get mm. stopped by a legit. Yeah. When was the last time Kat Zingani fought? This is her first fight at featherweight, though, right? Yes. Oh, July. She fought in July against Marion Renault. That's a good win. Renault's yeah. tough. Renault. Didn't Renault have a title fight? Was it Renault? No. Um, I'm thinking. She fought Holly Holm. That's it. That's it. It was a good fight. Yeah. Holly Holm beat her up to the body and. Yeah. Yeah. Had a word. Um. What else? Who oh, else we got? Olovsky against Walt Harris. The danger there is that Walt Harris is going to land a massive shot in the first there round. There you go. It's just another medal. Olovsky just collapses to his knees. I don't want to see that again. I like Olovsky. I think he's a great fighter, and I think we could. I think we could really use him to promote the sport massively, you know, he, he, while he can still remember his name. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the thing. It, but then I, again, you, you might play it smart. You might. You might take Walt Harris down and uh, and and work his leg locks. I'd like to see him bring his leg locks back once mate yeah, they Walt, were filled Walt Harris has not got a, uh, not got a wrestling background does he but he, he the nice thing with Olovsky is he's always taught where Minsk Belarus is <laughs> I've always I've always been proud to know that <laughs> I mean the thing is it's, it's, it's scary when you think back to how long Olovsky's been doing this yeah and been as good as he has for as long as he has because when he developed like a passion for his jaw being rattled and got dropped and then Lost all over the place mm. and really sure, but then came back at the Travis Brown fight, which was had the was a yeah. big foot fight, yeah. And it was he looked dynamite, but I think it was it was always a toss up who lands first. Mm -hmm. And even with the Brown fight, it was like he was on borrowed time. He was given that like with Jimmy against Santos the other week. If Jimmy would have clipped him, then yeah, Jimmy, yeah. oh you're back, but your chin's kind of still gone. Yeah, it's a it's always a roll the dice kind of fight. Yeah. You but know. it's a it's a it's a, a one, it's a title <laughs> fight shout out because when Stipe did it, yeah, Stipe knocked him out. Mm. Who else knocked? Him? Everyone has sort of had Garnu, that. Didn't yeah, and Garnu, everyone's had a word. And then next minute, it's like when you used to fight. If you ever beat Ryan Bader, you had to go at the title. Yeah, and that seemed to happen quite a lot. Yeah. And I think the problem is, I just I really like Olovsky, and I've got nothing against Walt Harris, but it 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 is like a it's a bonus fucking. One up. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, it's a d good opportunity for Walt Harris for sure, Massively. especially to, um, the, you know feature bout on the preliminary card. Main card then, Volkanovski against Chad Mendes. This is going to be, this is going to be a battle of ground and pounders. This is like two. It's like cutting Sean Shirk in half and letting the two halves fight each other. That'd be good. Apart from every time I see uh, Mendes, I just have to think money, 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 money. <laughs> Did you ever did you see the animation that was when Conor no. was saying I can wrestle my balls I'm rest my balls oh, on your was, forehead? That was one of his best lines ever, mate. And someone did one of the animations, and every time Chad <laughs> Mendes came on the screen, he was just in the bottom corner going money, 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 money. <laughs> Volkanovski's a beast. I've called a few of his fights. Um, do you reckon he's uh, do you reckon Chad overlooks him? I called the Shane. Uh, 
I think Chad still I feels that he's so. title contender. I, I think he think feels so. he still feels he should be. Yeah. yeah, he should be number two. And I, I, I think Chad feels like he's gonna be able to match Volkanovski in in, in the wrestling game and keep and keep it standing. I think Chad's gonna want this one standing because Volkanovski is a he's a he's a bull if he gets a hold of you, pushes you up against the fence in the corner, proper Sean Shirk style like Matt Hughes used to do, like in the corner up against the fence, cramped and un- uncomfortable, and then he just beats you up, and he's good at it, mate. Well, the thing is, is uh. Mendes, Mendes, I know he's not been back long, but just before he went, he looked good. I mean, he clipped Aldo a couple of times. Mm. And the thing is, he's got the leg. He's, he's got the experience. He's been to the big show quite a few times. Yeah. I do like Chad Mendes. It's interesting because, like you say, if you're against that old school, Sean Shirk, Matt Hughes sort of just exhaustion and suffocation. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting, man. Yeah. Latifi Anderson. Ooh. That could be Corey Anderson using his footwork and backing up and jabbing Latifi's face off for 15 minutes. Unless That's he catches him with one of them filthy big absolutely. clubs. But then again, Latifi is a monster as well when he gets a hold of you. Do you remember when he when he fought in Dublin he picked me up after the post-fight yes. interview? Like It was like I, made, I was made out of polystyrene. Couldn't breathe. It was ridiculous. Mate. <laughs> like yeah. ridiculous. I love being man-handled. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Corey Anderson's going to use his footwork in that one and try and box Latifi. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that, definitely. I think the the problem is Latifi is just a bit under tall. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Especially he, for that weight class. Yeah, it's a shame. If he's in middleweight. Was he 5'10"? Have you seen Luke Rockhold said, uh, fuck off middleweight, I'm going to light heavy? Did he really? Yeah. I, well, there was a rumour he was going to fight Gustafsson. There was a rumour mm. that was going to happen a while back. I don't mind that. He can get to like... I don't think he's big enough, personally. No. Unless you... Well, you're standing next to Latifi and then possibly... Then they're all right, yeah. yeah. It'd be a good first fight. Or Corey Anderson. For yeah. Rockhold. Well, either one of them two to go through. Yeah, yeah it'd be good, man. Give him the winner. Condit against... Go on. See, get his name Chiesa. right. Yes. Winner. Yes. Winner. Well, Chiesa looked unstoppable. And then, obviously, had that little bit of a wobble on the bus. Had that little bit of a break. Mm. And I've sort of... I think he's had the... the He's had a little bit of uh, pressure on him to not either press charges or like just forget it. And I've been watching a lot on Netflix of um, uh, Line of Duty. I don't know if you've seen it. It's about AC12, which is anti-corruption. It's really good. It's like four seasons of it. It's old, but it's like proper British TV drama. And uh, you know when you see, when you watch it, you think every cop is bent. (laughs) But it's one of them where... Crooked. Crooked. We're not saying, oh no, British cop is a friend, <laughs> but overseas, they're crooked. <laughs> um, yeah, because you imagine someone coming over, landing, going, checking out, every single policeman is gay. <laughs> Bullshit. No, 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 I listen to these two I, guys I think, rabbit about it and then I think then that's even gay. more colloquial. I think that's only Midlands that that means. Oh, I don't know, really? I don't, need, I don't even know whether that term extends to the rest of the UK. Well, they're, I've not they're, heard they're that shouting that on the, on the, on the, uh, on the on this on the series, he's like, I'm not a bank copper. Yeah, but but then but that's yeah. It might be because they're from the Midlands. What would be the division? Correct, what would be the correct name? Corrupt, right? Be yeah, the correct corrupt. Yeah. yeah, I don't know the show. I was watch. I was on YouTube earlier. I was watching Joe. Oh, I was then Joe Rogan's podcast with Bill Burr because they're both hilarious. And I was also watching Nigel Benn against Chris Eubank. Oh, I can remember watching that with my dad. Right, and this is when my dad was a what full a pundit analyst. <laughs> He's obviously, he's a builder. He's not any of them things. But when you're a kid... And <laughs> of course he, he is. And he sat me down and he's like, right. He's a bloke and he has an opinion. L- exactly. Listen to this, son. Listen. You, you stay up with me, son. Listen. 
Mate, it was one of the best. I got to stay up till like 11, 12 Wicked. o'clock and just watch every fucking round. It was brilliant. That's awesome. Playing Lego at the same time. That's that's the only time you're, you're hoping for a, a unanimous decision yeah, one yeah. way or the other because then you can stay Exactly. Up it was finished bedtime. <laughs> what? No, no. That happened too often with Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. My dad would be like bigging it. Oh, I've got a big event. Tyson's on. And then next minute I'm in bed. I'm like... Bang. One guy laid out. Yeah. Right, bedtime. Why does it say the sun on the bottom of Bruno's shoes? <laughs> Good. Yeah, no, there no was reason. someone that was. Uh, yeah, he got he got sponsorship, massive sponsorship from the Sun, oh, and he had man. it on the bottom of his boots. That's genius, isn't it? Yeah, genius. It. But so I'm just a bit concerned that Kiesa is getting. Um, I don't know. It's one of them where it's like it's a tough fight. Where people to are spitting you, in his drink. Yeah, it's a tough fight to make your UFC debut, uh, to make your welterweight debut. Up. But then again, oh, he can't. Condit's coming off terrible. Losses. Oh, that's dude. At one point, he was a killer. At one natural point, born, natural born killer. Killer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, you, like you scroll back to... Well, he had the interim title fight with Diaz, didn't yeah. he? And then he said, I'm not going to fight again and, unless it's for the title. And then sort of sat out a little bit and then didn't get bow humped by Maya. Yeah. Like you even... like you even, Yeah, that was a tough fight. No, that was a rear naked choke first round. That was real. Yeah, yeah, literally was, within, yeah. Yeah, within seconds. But like you go back to 2013 and you go... I'm going backwards here, but you go. Okay, I'm, I'm there. Campman, Campman. Uh, fight night against uh, fight the night against Campman. Fight the night against Hendricks, even though he lost. Fight the night. Um, against but a decision GSP. against Hendricks, exactly. A decision against GSP, and he almost knocked GSP out in that third round. Yeah, with we that, sent him that flying. Head kick. Yeah, that weird dippy thing he does. Um, win over Nick Diaz. Win over Don Young Kim. F- knock the fuck out of my face. And then Rory, uh, Rory McDonald, but, but, all fight of the nights, knock out of the nights. Yeah, because I mean, the Rory McDonald, he was losing two fights and then came back and smashed the fuck to him. Right. And he's got win over Ellenberger. I tell you, the other fight that stood out to me as well was the Thiago Alves one. Do you remember that? 2015. Yes. Because he, uh, and that's when Alves was looking like a fucking animal. Yeah, yeah. And he lost, uh, if I remember right, he lost the first round. Yeah. To, uh, Thiago Alves lit him up in the first round. Yeah. The second round he came out and had razor blades for elbows. Yes. And opened him up like Christmas. Hey, reference. Um, <laughs> last week. But then, yeah, oh, that was his last win though. And then four losses in a row. Robbie Lawler decision. Okay, we can take that. Damien Might, it just, he, well. d- he didn't look like he turned didn't up. switch on. Uh, yeah. Neil Magny looked amazing. Yeah. Neil Magny can beat anybody on, on, on any given night. And then you know the I mean? Cowboy one was really surprising. Yeah. And, and there's no disrespect to Cowboy, but, mate, you take that to any mm. odds makers, fucking bookies, or whoever the Fight Disciples are sponsored by. Yeah. And they'll they'll give you good odds on Condit being the favourite. Sure. It's an interesting way of doing it, though, isn't it? Because you've got Chiesa moving up a weight class, so instead of giving him someone that's like on a bit of a streak and is doing well in the division. You yeah. give some, give him someone that... I a quite gatekeeper like that. that's... Yeah, yeah. I lo- I'm way more interested in it purely because Case had some amazing momentum and has sort of had that weird fucking work wobble, mm-hmm. but is still an, an absolute savage and never count him out. Yeah. And then Condit's got that where he's... It's not like he's been given a breather, but it's like, no. all right, well, come on, dude, look, we've got you back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm way more excited about that than I would have been if Condit was just still... Natural born killing people. Yeah, I'd be happy for him to like. I think there are certain fighters you get into a certain stage of your career and you you take on like a secondary role in the UFC. Yeah, and it's almost like being an enforcer for the division. Exactly, you know, like enforcers in hockey. Yeah, yeah, it's like someone just to kind of keep the level at a certain. That's it. A bit like cowboy. Exactly. Do you know like what I mean? Like, well, yeah, if you yeah, get past call. me, you justified it. But for if sure. not, Dan, you owe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like like there are so, there are some people and Condit is perfect the perfect example of that. Uh, Diego Sanchez, uh, Clay Guida is a good example yeah. of that. You know what I mean? But like there you, are all these legit names that once someone sure. gets past me, I'm like fuck man. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. Like I think that I think that's a good way of uh, Frankie Edgar's almost becoming that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean the thing is with Frankie Edgar, like that you kind of you kind of get that perspective of him, but then you think, but he's still right at the top of the division. You know what I mean? So he's kind yeah. of doing that, but at the top of the yeah. division. Yeah, is a bit like um, justification of a title what's shot. his name? Lamas. Yeah. Like Lamas is always he's a perennial contender. He's yeah. always in and around the top, but just can't quite. But even when he fought Aldo, he didn't look. Aldo just looked like Holloway fight was a good one, particularly yeah. the last fifteen seconds. Or when he pointed at the floor, pointed at the floor. You would be, you would shit your pants because you know, like when he's lost the third going into the fourth. I'm just going to finish it now. Yeah, yeah. Get me a beer. What? <laughs> Watch this. That's fucking crazy. So yeah, looking yeah. forward to that. But I don't know. I think um, can Nunes beat Cyborg? Yes. Go on, go on. Give me, a, give me a prediction on the Condit Kiesa fight first off. I'll take. Uh, Chiesa. Yeah. Just so you have to take Condit. Okay. I'll take Condit. Okay. I'll take Condit by... Head kick. Unanimous decision. Okay. I'll take Chiesa by rear naked. Okay. Are you picking a round? Second. Mm, okay. I think he's just going to get that feel for him because I think... I think Condit just... He, he dumped a load of enthusiasm and, and energy when he sort of said... He did the Rashad thing when Rashad just wanted to fight John Jones. Yeah. And he waited for that long. It's like when you put a rechargeable battery away and it used to last 12 hours and then when you get it out for whatever fucking reason it only lasts six now you've never used it <laughs> yeah. but it's just gone down to six yeah. you're like all right well what the fuck's happened there and it's almost the same with condit mm. he sort of he blew a load of that because he wasn't staying current and i, I get why Been i completely understand yeah he was just in the cupboard a bit too long <laughs> but you get what i'm saying yeah but yeah uh, cyborg nunez fucking hell mate i think nunez can do it all day Nunez can do it because clincher, n- take her down. No one's put pressure on Cyborg no. like she can, and I reckon she's big enough as well. I mean, she's she's at the top end of the bantamweight division as far as size goes, and I think she's got a, what a brown belt in judo, black belt in Brazilian jiu jitsu, yes. or, or or the opposite way yeah, around. Look what maybe. she did to Misha. Look what she did to Ronda. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Was she, it Sarah McMahon she knocked out as well? Yeah, that was one of the terrifying. Yeah, because I remember that knockout because of how fast she was. Yes. Like, well, so, I like thought Sarah that when Amanda she showed her back for a second, she just stepped in and just banged her with that with that clean shot and then jumped on her back. It's how fast she was against um, Misha. Yeah, and look at that run that she's on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven fight win streak. Baszler, Sarah McMahon, Shevchenko, Tate, Rousey, Shevchenko, and Pennington. That's a hell of and a Baszler, run. And Baszler, you can't take Baszler fucking lightly. Hey, she's a she's a pro wrestling champ now, isn't she? Her last she... loss was to Kat Zingano. Mate, and that was a good fight as well. Yeah, the, she's always been in there. She's—I mm. mean, don't get me wrong. I know when um, Misha Tate got the belt, she lost a fight for four and a half rounds, yeah. and she got one of the filthiest rear nakeds. But Beautiful. she's still, she's still a contender, mm. and she just got mauled. So I would love to see it. I think I definitely think she's got it in her. Definitely think she's got it in her because no one's ever put that pressure on Cyborg. No one's ever matched her for aggression and domination i just yeah i think it's going to be a banger i'd mm. l- i think it, it could be fight of the night yeah but then like you look at what's you look at what i mean cyborg's fight over kind sky was impressive and the holly home one as well but like holly home took a do to a decision over five rounds yeah you know what i mean like you've got to think you know, she's got that little bit more 
Fuck you, there's bro. more fire, yeah. Oh, there's real. definitely more venom in the in the shots that she throws, and she I think she she hits with more power generally. Like Holly Holmes, not a puncher. She's like a she's got good kicks, yeah. but she's not a puncher. No. But Nunez can punch, and I think she's strong enough as well to to at least slow Cyborg down in the early rounds. I think she's going to get her attention. Yeah. I think she's going to get attention, and even if she does get a clinch, she's that little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're trying to fucking more one Make of your brothers, work, yeah. and then they just. They, They've got a filthy elbow in on the inside, or like they can, you know, because you you're not the same size, so they're yeah. just pulling shit out from nowhere. I think I think you could see a few little cheeky. Yeah. I think she will have definitely trained with some dudes that are obviously cyborgs build that she can work out some dirty boxing, yeah, yeah, filthy uppercuts. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think the American top team's absolutely stacked. I think she's been doing a lot of work with my, uh, Mike Brown, Mike Thomas Brown, Mike Thomas, the boy, Brown. yes, mate, great coach. Big shout friend. out to Mike Brown. Um, main event then. Okay. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I hope by now you everybody's watched the, the yeah, breakdown. Yeah, and I've hopefully you, had you will have. to watch it. Yeah, because yeah, you will have. So interest. So so you're going to give me a prediction now, and then you you'll watch the breakdown before you listen to this again, and then you'll be like, "Fuck, I should have gone the other way." Yeah, maybe. Why? Because depends what you're going to say. So the thing is, I like when you look at Gus against um, what's his name. Fucking hell. Brazil. Brazilian. Um, Teixeira? Yeah, Glover. So, when he fought Teixeira, he looked outstanding. It was video game combos. It was amazing. Ridiculous uppercuts. But Teixeira's just been knocked out by a rumble. He's older and a bit slower. So, I'm not taking anything away from Gus. But fucking hell. He's He's not done a lot. He's not been on the scene. For saying that Jones has been at home on a tag. Yeah. <laughs> Gus has had the opportunity to sort of get and I know the fear is always I could be clipped and then I've lost yeah. my title shot yeah. but but that's what happened against Rumble exactly like that, that's the thing Like that happened against Rumble in Stockholm at like 4 o'clock in the morning half 4 when in the morning when you head right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was uh, that was rough to watch because I mean the whole arena like they were pulling for him and we all knew that he was going to get a title shot after that mate and it just kind of you could just see you could just see that his mood yeah. After the fight, because he he kind of he knew that he was right there, ready to get that rematch with Josh. Yeah. And then after that, there was you know successive suspensions. Then he lost to DC. Mate, he could at, you know, just be the current shot. champ. Con- yeah. But I think when you look at Jones coming back against OSP and Jones coming back against Cormier, mm. he's not. He, don't get me wrong. He's he's always good. You can never take it like he's everyone else's fucking hundred and fifty percent. So when yeah. he's looking bad, he's everyone else's hundred and thirty percent. So like suck a dick. Mm. The difference is is. When it was against OSP, that's not Gus. When it's against DC, that's mm-hmm. not Gus. And no. D- and Gus is fucking lightning, and he's precise with his shots. So where DC was getting some success, I think the success that Gus would get is greater. Mm-hmm. I think the shots he would land or the domination that he would have would be greater purely because of his natural ability. Yeah. So even if they've both been off, this could be Gus's time to take it. Mm-hmm. It could be an absolute upset. We don't know what John Jones has done. We don't yeah. know where he's been, what he's been doing. There's obviously been the massive upset at fucking Jackson Wink. Now, you and I know that if you need an excuse to not turn up somewhere because it's a bit fucking moody, then it's easy to take. So mm. has he been in? Has he been off? He's yeah. Like we said earlier, he's looking a lot thicker. Yeah. He's he's looking more dad. He's been doing a lot of strength training in his off time as well, hasn't he? Yeah. been a lot of video of him powerlifting and stuff. But you got Gus. He's already at the uh, the Performance Institute. I've seen. Uh, he's on. Uh, who's on Instagram? Neems. He's on Instagram. Right. And obviously, I've, I've been. I can see a lot oh, I of. I see Musasi pulled out of his fight. 
Oh, has he? Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. That's a shame. It is. Anyway. Yeah. That's, be, that's Bellator news. Yeah. Back to the UFC. <laughs> but with, with Gus, my confidence in what he could do is growing all mm-hmm. the time. I mean, excuse me, the... Obviously, the stoppage to Rumble was fucking crazy because Rumble not only hits hard, when he's charging at you like a rhino, mm. and I'm not saying the headbutt was intentional by any stretch. No. Uh, but It's the way that Rumble fights. He fights with square hips. That's me, why man. he punches it, so it was, hard. It, the, when he hit him with that, the fact that Gus wasn't dead yeah. was already was already impressive. Yeah. But it's one of them where, I can remember when he came to fourth and I stood with him for a picture and he's fucking mahoosive he is massive he yeah, is he, massive he's yeah. giant I think that surprised John Jones when they started fighting because not only not only is he big but he fights big as well yes well, covers he, a lot of distance he's a Swedish John Jones he is he manhandles him he, he, he is my concern is that the John Jones that faced him the first time wasn't 100% John Jones See, I don't think it. he I don't think he prepared he half as well that. as yeah so then you've got to think you know even if Jones was at 70% on that night I would say Gus gave 100% of himself that night. So when John Jones came back against DC and was having to prove himself the last time, when, yeah, he beat him with a head kick because he knew that DC was dipping his head to the left. But then that's, uh, I mean, like t- the technical aspects of the fight are, are still evident, but he uh, he was uh, stripped he, of his title after that. He took a lot of shots, though. Yeah. He did take a lot of shots. So was he, when he came back and he was having to prove himself to beat the guy that's unbeatable, was he 100% then? I don't know. I, I think, to be honest, I think he might have been a hundred percent for the OSP fight, but the reason he didn't fight at a hundred percent is because it wasn't Cormier, and that's what he was expecting. Oh, maybe you know. Well, and yeah. the other thing is, what you got to bear in mind is Cormier sitting octagon side watching and commentating, and I kind you of just to show feel, him all the tricks. Exactly. Why the fuck would you? I just kind of feel like he cruised through that fight. I've watched it a few times since, and I I, I feel like he was in sort of third gear, fourth gear, a couple of times, this is it. just kind of playing. Yeah. I mean, he, didn't, he, didn't, he, he did a bunch of creative stuff, but he didn't take any risks and put himself no. in harm's way. And you've always really, you'd always have the confidence knowing that John is going to win. Yeah. You always, always know that he's going to win. Yeah. I'd quite like to see OSP against Gus. I'm surprised that fight's not happened. After what Jimmy did to OSP, it, it was always one of them where I didn't know if OSP was a bit on the decline. Mm. Only because it was like a deer in headlights. I mean, I've never been hit by Jimmy. But I can imagine it fucking hurts. Yeah. So it yeah. sent that the first time he clipped him, it just sort of made him go, nope, mm. no more, not yeah. into this. And then and then you got to think, I mean, like this kind of sets the stage for next year because I think next year is going to be massive for light heavyweight because I'm, I'm looking at the guys coming through. Like we've got the guy that's just beat OSP, Dominic Reyes. We've got Anthony Smith. We've got, Vol- I mean, I know Volkan's just coming off a couple of losses, but Volkan's still, still in the picture. Yeah. Uh, Misha Serkinov, Jan Bojevic. Um, Nikita Krilov, I know he lost to, to Jan and he's coming back to the UFC, but I still think he's a he's a contender. Is it just a lot of new names? Rakic. Yeah. You know, what's oh. his name? Johnny, uh, Johnny Walker. Walker. Here we go. Johnny There's Walker's going to be challenged. If, if that was Johnny Walker Tyson now against Pedro. John Jones, oh. I would I would go for a fucking, I'd go for Brogan say Johnny Walker. And Shogun's just, still in there. That scared me. Shogun's still <laughs> in there. scared me, man. <laughs> that was a clash of heads. I'm going to well. exhaust him with my head <laughs> and not knock the shit through when I've broke his ankle. <laughs> Jeez, it's a game plan, man. Yeah, isn't it? Who that's, are you picking? That's a shoot box game plan forever, for sure. Who am I picking? What main event? Yeah. Oh, Hart says Gus. If if the the if the term like, uh, last guy's finished last is not true, but because Gus is definitely the good guy. If there's anything right with the world, then Gustafsson yeah. takes this next one. 
I, I, I don't think he does though. I think I think John Jones shows up to make an example out of him and to because he wants that, DC for sure and to prove that the first time th- there was and the second time. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the first. Oh, time their first Josh. time, yeah, 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 because yeah. because there was a lot of confusion around. Well, not confusion, debate around that decision. Yeah, I I didn't have a problem with the decision. Is that I, the one where he broke his toe at a right angle? And they looked down at the end of the fight because he had the gold oh. night top on that said Jones knows. And uh, Joe Rogan looked down and was like, your toe's sticking up, dude. Oh, was that Because he could have been stopped. And if it was stopped, he would have been the same as Randy Vitor where Vitor cut his eye uh, but then got a belt. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you didn't win that belt. You just cut yeah. his eye. What was frustrating about that is I was really looking forward to that fight and yeah. it was over too fast. Yeah, it got both. Like, even if fights end like that sometimes, I mean, it happens, I at least won a couple of rounds out of it. Easy. I tell you what, though, that cut was a lot like the cut that Jones got in the Gustafsson fight. Yes. Like what if you you can see that on inside the octagon there's a slow-mo of the glove just just yeah it's, it's like a seam it, it's like a, exactly it looks like a zip that's opening up it's crazy. Um yeah, I think Jones is going to take it. I think Jones like you say Jones is super hungry for DC. He wants to prove something, but the problem is I thought he wanted to prove something last time. Mm. And it's always one of them where I can't... I think he I, did. I, I just be- don't, don't think he prepared to prove something. Well, I he think didn't he cover up his no. shit to, to fucking <laughs> well, to, yeah. to prove something. And that's the problem. Like, if someone said to me, put your house on Jones, mm. not popping, not even winning. Well, that's it. Just yeah. not popping. I'd that's be like, the point. I mean, we might be talking about this whole card. This whole card might have changed, but I'm still putting it out. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still putting it out. People are sat there going, oh, what the fuck? Matt Holloway <laughs> fought Frankie again. Shut the fuck up. It's all speculation. If it, subject to change. Card subject to change. Yeah, we so, have not seen... John Jones's medicine cabinet. So no. we're not we're not saying right. that he's not going to do something. But as, as long as half of these fighters are still on the card in any order, I'm happy with the card. Yeah, man. it doesn't really matter. And I'd watch Chad Mendes and Volkanovski fight John Jones as a tag team match. Could you imagine, I, I, mate? It would be like two crew dudes. Can you remember that video game <laughs> where basically it was a side scroll? It was like two crew dudes, and used to, there was two little guys that used to pick each other up and throw them throw each other at you mm-hmm. as their weapon. Yeah, brilliant. Or we could do. BJ Penn on Carlos Condit's shoulders and Ryan Hall on Michael Chiesa's shoulders. But one of them in the alien suit holding Orlovsky's <laughs> fist. So even though Orlovsky's fully out, fully out, he's just strapped into it and they're using his hammer fist just to be like, come on, are you fighting Orlovsky? It's like, I think he's dead. It's like, no, no, he's still got the power. <laughs> how, how about this? Uh, here's, here's another idea. How about we put, um, what have we got? What have we got? So we'll do, the, we'll do the Chad Mendes fight and we'll leave that fight as it is. But at the same time, we'll put Andre Olovsky, Walt Harris, Ilya Latifi, and Corey Anderson all in the octagon blindfolded fucking and just told hell. to punch in whatever well, direction Well, mate, they, they could want. swing and miss Chad Mendes a million times. <laughs> He's just fucking just running underneath. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Weren't you scared? Mate, he's like seven foot tall. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Or, or we could just do Kat Zingani, Megan Anderson, Cyborg, and Nunes, last one standing, takes the belt. I think over the cage, <laughs> Royal Rumble style. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine them Ladder trying match. to get each other out? Ladder yeah. match. Well, someone like Mendes, he's fucking smart, just holds on, you holds on to the bottom. So, yeah, so my favourite camera angle for the UFC, I think I've mentioned it before, is camera seven, which is the one above the octagon yeah, facing yeah. down. So we just hang the belt right below that and we'll give him a Definitely. ladder that's just long enough to be able to reach. No, because Chad Mendes, that would not work. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about the I'm talking about a, um, a four-way match with, with the, the women. With the All right, yeah, well, Chad runs in. He's going <laughs> to run in Ultimate Warrior style with the face paint halfway through. Just comes in. Yeah. This is what's going to happen when we take over the UFC. Yeah, for real. I know they're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be like, IMG are going to be like, they're the guys. This is the guy. For Billy? Fucking all day. All day. Give give them half of it and see how they go. All you've got to do is get a picture of Mr. T for that twat. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he wants Blackbeard's pistol. We're definitely making an eighteen van if you yes, were, if you 100%. get to check Mr. T chains. Yeah, 100%. even Rampage's chains are do. Any chain, I could go to Wilco's and pull the fucking chain off. <laughs> Don't think I haven't done it before. Right, before we wrap up, we've got to do this uh, this this post year wrap up thing, um, which Nick sent me his what we got MMA prospect Patrick Mix, uh, Jackson Week finisher. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll do our own. We'll do our own. What we got? Okay, so we've so got. Be, I reckon what best fighter and best fight of 2019. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Let me uh, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Stupid. One sec. Best fight. I don't even know where to start. Ferguson Pettis is a good start. Massive. I'm yeah. trying to think a bit further. Johnson Cejudo too was a good fight as well, and I because. I always like to see a fighter turn it around and Cejudo's leg was almost hanging off in that first round. Yeah, I thought, I, I, w- think I was surprised that he came. For sure. For, for saying the first time, he just fucking crushed him with a knee. I think that is going to be, um, I think that's going to be a good example of how John Jones uses low kicks against Gustafsson. Yes. Just, just jumping back. Because the low calf kick wasn't fashionable when no. John Jones was it's fighting Gustafsson hurt. the first time. I think that really disables Gustafsson's movement, which you, young Rodri- uh, Rodriguez, Korean zombie. Yeah, that was good. That was a, an amazing fight. What else you got? What's, what are your picks? Fight um, of the year. Dro- Doba Camacho was good. I remember calling that one. Who did I have? I was on my feet for the whole last round. I had for fight of the year, obviously Holloway and um, Holloway and Ortega. Yeah, yeah. That was big. I of mean, yeah. Shevchenko against um, um, Joanna was fucking outstanding. It was. That, you know, I almost stood up for the whole of the fight. Yeah. Um, Stop clapping on your own your front room yeah yeah definitely F- like 4.30 four in, in the morning <laughs> uh, gauge, anything with Gagey in yeah Gagey Poirier was fucking that was what a what about knock. what he did to James Vick yeah I don't think oh. it was fight of the year but fucking hell it was a surprise to me of the year because sure. James Vick was he had some momentum gathered it was one of the best punches of the year I would say I mean yeah. it was it was pitch perfect I'd go um, a little reckless but you know yeah just Lewis <laughs> Volkov Mate. I wouldn't say it's necessarily the best fight of the year, but certainly the best comeback of the year. Mate, it was the best because I had the kids in the living room and I was like, that man there, he's going to turn that man there off with one punch. <laughs> and like, Shut up, dad. Who the fuck are you? Watch this. No, watch. And next minute, he just fucking... And did you get did you get 14 and a half minutes of him going, see? Yeah. See? It was. It was. See? And, and, and even, when, even when he picked see. up his gum shield, his own gum shield, and tried to give it to Lewis. And I'm like, how <laughs> <laughs> fucking hard are you in? Have you been hit hard, bro? It's like, is that, is that yours? It's like, it's, it's definitely, that's, that's for your mouth. <laughs> Go on then, what's your fight of the year for uh, 2000? I, we, we can't narrow this down. There's just a bunch of really good fights last year. I think Pettis Ferguson bunch. for me, purely because Ferguson had had that operation, the surgery, and Pettis had come back looking good against... Chiesa mm. and it was a legit threat because Ferguson really deserved a title shot yeah. but justified it and looked fucking dying even when he started doing his crazy roles yeah. there's going to be a shitload of undercard fights that I can't always just draw back on For but sure. the amount of fights that I've seen and rewatched and rewatched have been have, yeah. have been fucking brilliant but yeah I definitely I think for me I'd, I'd go down that road yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of Young Rodriguez was a good one. Stevens Choi was a good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pettis Ferguson's definitely up there. Aldo um, Stevens was good because it just brought it Aldo back into the mix. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was an emotional one. Whitaker Romero too was a great fight as Dude. well. Dude. Yeah. And Romero and um, Chris White, was it Romero Weidman? 
No, not no, uh, Jackery Wyman. Oh, Jackery Wyman. Romero Rocco was amazing. Ooh. Maybe that's why he's moving up to light. Yeah, it's literally one of them. Fuck like, away from well, your I'm Romero. Come back and fucking, <laughs> I'm going to come back. It was a fluke. The Bisping thing, fluke. I'm sick of hearing about this fluke. Yeah. If All I, right. I tell you, if I was fighting at welterweight and your Romero cut down to welterweight, I'd move up to light in a bit straight away. <laughs> I'd be I'm out. Yeah. Cut me a leg off. I'll move to Featherweight. Yeah. I'm going to go see Derek Lewis instead. Yeah, I'm not picking a fight of the year because I can't. Prospects of the year, though, we'll throw some of them out. In Johnny the UFC, Walker? Yeah, Johnny Walker for sure. Rakic looked good as well. That'd be a good next fight for yeah. both of them. Hooker, I know he's, I know I he's know he lost, relatively yeah. new, but yeah, I think... Anything with Magomed Sharapov in it. Yes. 1970s geography teacher. Dude. You know what I mean? But he, he just filth. Anything, any time. <laughs> if, he, if he adopted the Holloway thing of, I'm going to finish it this round, yeah. I wouldn't bet against it. No. He looks like he's playing. I got I fell into a bit of a YouTube hole watching some of his uh, some of his old uh, 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 Sansao wushu matches. In the, the grapple, didn't he do a lot of grappling tournaments? He did. I think he, uh, I think he's got a combat sambo background, but he's 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 done a lot of um, like wushu sanda tournaments as well. He's he's very very quick. He just looks quick. like he's cruising all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so would you put him as your fighter of the year? Up and coming fighter of the year? Yeah, for sure. In the UFC, for sure. Okay. Out of the UFC, my prospect of the year has got to be Jack Shaw, Cage Warriors champ. Last week, the other. I mean, last week, week before. Yeah. Oh, well, now it's now Christmas is gone. Fucking hell, weeks ago it was. Yeah, he looked. He was, yeah. Well, even um, especially because it was against Mike Ekendeya, who was also a really, really strong prospect. So I would go fighter of the year outside the UFC, Dean Truman. Nice pick. Purely as much as I know the guy and I know his camp and all the rest of it. After watching the tournament, the first part, I, I wasn't convinced he was going to come in and do what he did. And yeah. he fucking blew me away. He looked outstanding. So, yeah, he uh, definitely, I'd do that on uh, outside the UFC. In the UFC, I would go Taito Vasa. Nice. Even though, even though he lost, it was just, it was like, it was like someone had turned up at a pub and gone, this is a new game. It's called horseshoes. <laughs> and basically he'd gone up and had his go and gone, meh, I didn't win. But it wasn't like it was a big deal because yeah. I think it's the it's the loss that makes you always. But he's gone through, right? Uh, so UFC, uh, Rashad Coulter, Cyril Asker, Orlovsky. And I know, yeah, he got a medal off Orlovsky and he got stopped by a junior. But to be fair, JDS, he could have been stopped. Like when yeah. he just started with them kicks. Mm-hmm. and JDS had to readjust and everything it was fucking bananas yeah. I just love I love that scrap pack I love the hunt for sure team with the, the whole card was fucking electric but I do feel like there was some pressure on his shoulders going into that fight completely mainly because of how Hunt and uh, Tyson Pedro's fights had gone yeah man you know? it's gotta hurt it's especially because you're in the changing rooms watching you know it's, that's, that's on the screen in the corner of the room this is it I mean he might turn it off but I doubt it he's no. gonna want to watch those fights no because he, he's not I don't think he's got, and this is no disrespect to him, I don't think he's got the fight IQ yet because I think no. this loss will make that because yeah. essentially he's gone through raw talent, yeah. just 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 toughness. He's uh-huh. he's used absolute toughness to get where he's got to and yeah. he's done it in an, in an impressive way. But what you're talking about is obviously being able to turn that off and like not really be bothered that he's the only one that could maybe get a win out of this and he's fighting a former champ who's a fucking savage who everyone has been mumbling in the back week that he's looking electric. Has anyone seen JDS? Has anyone seen JDS? And you're going to hear that. So I think... I was telling you that, weren't I? Yeah, definitely. looked very good. I just think... I think this loss will massively make him... Yeah. And I, I just love this character, man. I love his shoey. I love everything about that, that stable. So for me, as much as I could take Santos, 
the Thor hammer sort of swung it for me. Couldn't really have that. Uh, Till would have been an easy one because of because uh, of the rise and what he what he achieved and everything he's gone through this year. Yeah, but I think I'll, if he'd have come back and got another win, Till would have been been top of the list for me. Yes, Suspect, I mean it didn't really matter who it was against, but to turn turn it around quickly. But he's had a baby and he's yeah he's done he's selling he's, pizzas now. He's doing what he does. Yeah, fair yeah, play yeah, to yeah. him. I think as much as my opinion matters, fuck all to anyone. <laughs> I just matters to me. Owen. Yeah, the tie to Ivasa for me. I think it's just go and have a beer with him. Yeah. A, a shoe, yeah. You want I'd, a shoe I'd, with him. I think we could. I think it'd be a, a good chill. Yeah. So don't, yeah. Don't take. Don't take good shoes. Don't take these. These fancy uh, red, red tims. The red tims. You've Listen, got. I've got my red snappy on. I got my red. <laughs> I got my red, red medallion, medallion shirt and my red black tims. on black hoodie all day. Listen, all day. we don't fuck around. If, no. if if the if the tops red, the bottoms are red for sure. And sometimes in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right. So who's who did you go for? Inside the UFC, Zabit. Inside the UFC, I'll, t- I'll pick Zabit Namag- uh, Z- I kept doing that. Nurmagomed Sharapov. It's not Nurmag. It's Magomed Sharapov. Zabit, Nama- uh, Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Magomed Sharapov. Magomed Sharapov. Once you've said it, I'm all right, but it's like Nurmagomed. <laughs> never happens. Magomed Sharapov. Yeah. Um, he's my pick in the UFC. I, I think, well, he's 4 0 in the UFC now. I think two more wins. And we're going to start thinking about title shots for him. I could, yeah, you put him in a title now. Yeah. It wouldn't phase me. I'd be, I'd be joining to see that. Absolutely. So, so obviously, th- just quickly then, because obviously Christmas has, has happened, but I haven't asked you this anyway. What's a typical Christmas for you? Um, I head over to my mum and dad's, and I'm there most of the day. Um, we, we hang out. We open some gifts. My grandparents come around. Then uh, my auntie and uncle and my cousin walk up the road with my other grandma and say, say us for a little while. So You get the full hardy crew. Yeah, yeah. And then my auntie leaves. She goes home to finish off cooking the cooking the dinner. And then my, my, my uncle and my grandma have another little drink. So does my cousin. Then they head back down to for dinner. And then after that, you know, about 20, 30 minutes after that, it's our, our Christmas dinner. Oh, man. And, uh, you know emergency chairs come out and you know we have fold-up tables and that's it you know it's like at some point i'm gonna have them come over here and we'll use, the, bank, it, we'll yeah, use the, the banquet table yeah there is, there is something we can put maybe put some edges on it for a full round table <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah but uh, yeah it's awesome and then we just kind of hang out we just we just hang out we talk watch reruns of fools and horses watch reruns of, of fools and horses people get slowly drunk apart from me my sister tends to play instruments which is awesome um, she plays the piano for a while or whatever, and that's pretty cool, though, man. Yeah. We've, we've got Spotify, but nice. the, none of us are really that musical. Yeah. Like my bro- my brother got the drum kit, my other brother got a guitar, and they sort of had a bit of a go. But it's yeah. never been something like we can draw. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, charades or, or fucking Pictionary is always good. <laughs> Apart from my dad, my dad bless him. When uh, we had a game called Rapido, right? So basically, it's like Pictionary, but you get Play Doh, and you get a card. So if it's like you can either get where you're all doing the same. And if you're red, blue, or green team, if you guess ours, then we win. And the idea is you get this Play-Doh that you have to make something that shows that, that it's just a fucking, I don't know, Mickey Mouse or an angel or whatever. And my dad once did one and he did like a right angle. And he kept, he was pointing at it going, look, and like doing the degrees and all this other shit. And he can't say anything. And we looked at the card afterwards and he's like, dad, it says angel. And he's like, ah, oh, I thought he said angle. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? I think what angle. So yeah, I can't call him out too much because he's a fucking genius fitter. But yeah, reading and writing, me and him aren't good at. That's wicked. Well, yeah, you've not got that many diddlers around here, have you? You've not got, you've not got uh, the tinies. 
tiny. So, any kids? No, 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 no. It's uh, no, just a little dog. That's, yeah, that's we're, we're overrun with. Yeah, uh, I'm still the child. I'll get, I'll get more Lego than most kids this this Christmas. I'm sure. I've not got your Lego, but there is something in the box, in the bag that you can't touch, and I've I've put I've put extra of what I've put in for you to ensure maximum exposure of what I've bought. So you can't open that until Christmas Day. Okay. A few days ago. A few days ago. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. Thanks. Uh, Did you in, like it? It was. It was amazing. Can you believe it? Was it? So thoughtful. It, mate, the story I, I can tell it. you about I that. I would have never guessed. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Ever. Don't touch it before then, <laughs> because you will guess. <laughs> right. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in. I uh, hope you had an awesome Christmas and a happy new year. Happy new year to all of you. Thanks for all your support over the past however many months. Yeah. You have been the best. Yeah. Next year is undeniable. That's, That's it. what we're looking forward to. Catch you later. Happy 2018. Do something no other kind of lizard can do. It can run continuously for a very long time, and that enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey. <laughs>